Hello, listeners. Welcome to Mama Relax 2022. Happy New Year, guys. Um, so today, Natalie and I, we're going to talk about when you hate your job, but you got to stick with it. Oh, my God. Isn't that awful? I have been through that before. Natalie has been through that before, too. So today we're going to talk about, you know, instead of pulling your hair out, what can you do when you hate your job, but you got to stick with it for a little bit more or maybe longer than you expected. So we're going to give you tips of things to do to make the best of your situation. We hope you enjoyed the podcast as much as we did. Good morning, Milena. Hello, good morning. How are you? I'm wonderful. I'm really excited to talk about the topic we chose for today because I feel that a lot of people are stuck in that situation. So I think it's going to be really helpful. Yeah, I agree. I mean, and by the time um, everybody gets to hear this, it will be 2022. So it's like a great, great way to like start the year, just, you know, get things rolling it's remember we're starting with a new like clean slate so I agree I think it's a good one and I do also agree that so many people are going through um the topic that we're going to be discussing today so very excited yeah so first of all happy new year to everyone I know happy Happy New New year well right now we're recording this a few days before new year's but by the time you hear it happy new year I hope everybody stayed safe and that you had a great, great time. But, um, but yeah. So let's, let's start. So the top of today is when you hate your job, but you got to stick with it. Like, what do you do? Like who hasn't been in this situation? I mean, like you, if you have never been in this situation, but if you have been, or if you are in this situation, you know how hopeless and helpless you can feel and how awful it is. Yeah. And, you know, I feel even more recently, like, you know, in the last obviously two years, everything's been different, but I just feel like so many people, especially around me, just have this thing where they feel stuck where they are. They don't want to lose their job or they don't want to lose their security, but they really do wake up every day miserable. And I can relate so much because that was me, you know, until like about three months ago. So We're here to tell you that it doesn't need to be that way. Even if you're in a situation where you completely hate your job, we're here to like support you and kind of give you a little bit of our experience. Hopefully it helps you through your process uh, because it really doesn't all have to be misery. There is ways of pushing through while we figure out, you know, what we want to do next and what we really, our purpose is in in the world, basically. So, so yeah. Yeah, No, I was just going to say, like, when, you know, when people say I can't afford to quit, it really means two things. Like, my income is too low or my expenses are too high or both. So maybe those are things that you can start working on, you know. So if my income is too low, why? what can I do about that? You know, 
And then if my expenses are too high, maybe go back and look at yourself, budget yourself. You know, sometimes we spend money in dumb things and we not even know that we are doing, you know, like, oh, that subscription to something that you're not even remembered. And it's like $5 every month, you know, it adds up. Oh, absolutely. It, it really does. But I, so think, I like, think also, like, I think also, you know, before we start getting into all of this, like, how to plan out of a job, I think also, and let me know if you agree with me, but I think it's so important to really sit down and like, ask yourself, truly ask yourself, what is it that you hate about your job and why you are thinking about quitting, you know, because sometimes you're just having a bad day. Sometimes you're having a bad week. Sometimes you're having a, a bad month, you know, uh, but it's not like the end of the world. So like, I feel that that's like really the first step of like figuring out why it is that you want to quit so that you can take steps if you need to, like Melana saying, you know, where can you save more? Where can you spend less kind of thing? Right. Exactly. And I mean, after all, it's really hard to feel happy if you don't have money to pay your rent or to buy food or, you know, if you have a family to support your family. So, yeah, sometimes you really cannot afford to quit your job until you find another one. So in the meantime, instead of making yourself miserable, you know, like try not to. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I want to also, you know, if it is something, if it is about money, for example, and let's say that you hate your job because you feel you're you're being underpaid, you know, I would start and try and negotiate with your current company, especially if it's something that you're doing that you actually do like and you do like your company to a certain extent. That's something that you can be negotiable. So it's not like, you know, don't just sit there and be like, well, I'm poor. I don't have money. I'm not going to make more money because then you're really going to stay stuck there. But at least you give it a try with your, you start with your company, you try to negotiate with them. You come with an idea. You have to, obviously, you know, I would recommend mentioning to your employer why you need more money um, and what you're bringing to the table. If you deserve more money and you know that you deserve more money, then that should be something easy to explain to your employer. And I'm telling you, you'd be surprised how many people will come, like how many employers will come back and will give you what you what you ask for. And if they don't, you move on. Oh, what, why, why you, you could be getting more money in this position? You know, like, look, I bring A, B, and C to the table. Like on the last quarter, I increased the sales by... 15%, you know, like show data. So your boss cannot be like, oh my God, this person is full of shit. It's like, no, this person are actually, this person is actually coming to me with real facts. And yeah, it's really hard not to help them out because they're helping my business out very much. So, you know, come with like hard facts to present to your boss, not just with this entitled attitude. I deserve my money because I think so. Like, no, you need to, right. you know, why, why do you deserve more money? Yeah. And I think we get caught up in like, like you said, like, I think I deserve this money, but do you actually believe you deserve it? Because that's key. I feel like a lot of people are afraid to ask for more money because they don't truly believe themselves that they're worth, they're worthy of having an increase in their salary. Um, and again, if you're not comfortable doing that, where you go back to your company to ask for a raise, because, you know, you know, I worked my ass off or like Milena says, you know, um, I increased sales by X amount percent in the last six months or whatever it is, then, you know, I would start applying to other jobs, try to get an offer. And if you really like your company, then there's nothing wrong with counter offering too, so that you have a base or something to play with, or like some not play with, cause I don't like 
I don't like that. I think it's more like this is, you know, this other company sees my worth and this is what they're willing to pay me. What do you, is this something that you're willing to do? If that's an approach you prefer to go with, you know? Yeah, but I feel the first things first, you know, have the hard conversation with yourself. Take a hard look at yourself. Are you one of those people that the grass is always greener elsewhere? Have you gone through a bunch of different jobs and hated them all? You started hating your job after your boss gave you some feedback or harsh truth about your performance. Like maybe how do you do, how do you feel about, you know, constructive criticism? How do you react when you are wrong and embarrassed because maybe you didn't perform as you as well as you wished or as you could have? You know, it is hard finding a job that is the right fit sometimes, but it's also worth analyzing if something else is going on. So maybe all your insecurities are just screaming out loud thanks to something going on at your job right now. And that's why you're not feeling satisfied until you get the real answer on why you are unsatisfied it will be really hard to be satisfied at this job or any other job absolutely i i couldn't agree more i feel like again like i said like before you make a rash decision or you know before you start hating your job because i feel like sometimes you confuse you know whether it's money or no growth or whatever it is you're that you're feeling up towards that job sometimes and most times i would i would want i would dare to say is that is that there's something deeper within you that needs fixing and until you don't tackle that and face it you will be miserable anywhere else that you go so i i'm so 100% with you on that like that's key to ask those questions, you know, and really be clear on what it is that's bothering you about this job. Because most likely what people do, they do a parallel move. They don't move from one industry to the next, which, you know, you just move from one job to another. But what makes you think it's going to be better somewhere else? Exactly. I found that you know, that is always the person that you don't like, you know, regardless of the job that you are at, like, let's say you work in, I work in, in many different places before and like in all the places that I worked, that was this person that like, I really got along with and you know, like, we became friends. That was this person that like everybody hated, you know, that is always like the same characters mm-hmm. in all the jobs that you're going to go to is they just changed their name and their looks, but like those kind of personalities are there. So, Absolutely. you know, Yeah. And again, like you can't really control or change anything but yourself. So, you know, don't try to go out another job because you are trying to control your environment so you can feel more comfortable about yourself based on your environment, because that's never going to really work long terms. You first need to fix yourself. Look again, like have the hard conversation with yourself and then and then you can see what the problem really is. And maybe you'll be satisfied at the job that you currently are with. Exactly. And I mean, I think it's important to also like, you know, have a plan. Being in a job you dislike might make you feel trapped. And it's not uncommon to feel hopeless, stressed, or really just trapped when you are working in a position that you you know isn't right for you, if that's the case. Or with, you know, co-workers you really dislike. So those feelings won't help you. Like feel feel really bad and really miserable every day when you wake up to go to work, it's not going to make the situation better. So instead, 
fight the urge to feel miserable and helpless and instead take your power back by creating a plan. So consider what, what would you rather do? What steps could you take right now to get there? Like literally write a plan on a piece of paper or your computer on where you are right now and what you need to do to get to, to where you want to be. Not sure of the steps you need to take. So make a list of people you can talk to in order to get more information and reach out to those people as soon as possible. You know, completely lost and have no clue where, where to go and how. I mean, look for the career coach or maybe you can go to a bookstore and look for books that might help you redirect your career. You can also look into jobs that you can apply things that you like to do or that you are good at, like hobbies you have. Let's say you're good at sports. So maybe you can be a coach for a kid's team. You know, things you, you they dream about, like you're really good at shopping or traveling, you know, looking to be a personal shopper or maybe be a flight attendant. You know, see if it is possible to make what you love into a money-making opportunity. And when you don't have a plan, a goal, you become just a product of your environment, like a leaf blowing with the wind. So when you have a plan or a goal, you hold into the steering wheel of your car and drive towards your bright future that you decided what will look like. You know, nobody's making those choices for you. You will do it. Like, for example, I, I have two part-time jobs and I have like my full-time job. So one of my part-time jobs, which I mentioned here before, it's, you know, I teach yoga to a nonprofit. And because I love that so much, you know, like that makes me happy and feel fulfilled so much that like the job that I don't like, that is like my money, like, you know, my, my bread uh, winner job, the one that actually make money and pay my bills, like, you know, and I really don't like that job, but it is what it is. Like, I feel that because the yoga, like, fulfill my soul, I don't really mind that I don't like the job in the morning so much because I'm getting my my satisfaction elsewhere. So it's okay if you're doing a job just to, you know, pay your bills, but you are doing a tiny little job, even if it's like, even if it's a volunteer thing, even if you're not really making money from it, but it's like fulfilling your your soul, you know, like you are like, oh my God, I love doing this. You know, like that feeling of I'm loving doing this will make it up for other things that you don't like. So maybe, you know, go volunteer somewhere just to feel the fulfillment inside of you. What do you think, Nat? I I mean, I couldn't agree more. Um, you know, I love that. And I always kind of like envied people that had passions and that they would do them on the side and stuff. But I mean, I think there's also people out there that like me, this is basically from my experience, like I had no passion. I didn't know what I liked. I didn't have time to think or, you know, open up space because I was so like burnt out at the end of the day. And this has been, that was my life for, you know, for the last 10 years, you know, kind of going with like a robot. So like, there's no space to, you know, really f- figure out what it is that you like. So I feel like for those people that, you know, if you're in a situation where you have a job that like literally drains everything out of you and at the, even on your days off, you just don't have energy to figure out or think, I get it. I get that it sucks. It's such a sucky situation to be in where you're like, I have no passion. I don't like anything, not even for, I don't even find joy on anything, but just like, I just want to sleep. It's terrible. 
So in yep. that situation, for those people that are going through that, and this was my experience and it's worked well, and I'm still figuring everything out as I'm going. Um, if you don't have the time, um, then I would, I would really commit and go back to what we were saying in the beginning, where really commit on saving enough money so that you can live comfortably for at least, I would say six months so that you can actually quit your job in peace and figure it out. Because the only way to figure out what you like is trying things. You have to get out there and try it. And you might change your mind every single day. And that is okay. I feel like for, for that, for, in my opinion, like you need, this is where you'll definitely need a lot of patience with yourself. You're going to have to trust a lot yourself and your intuition, and you're going to have to be extremely compassionate with yourself because you will change your mind almost every single day. You will like something today and you will not like it tomorrow. And you know what? Fuck it. That's fine. That's okay. You know? Um, Yes. So, yeah, I mean, if you are in that position where you have a very high paying job, a lot of responsibility, no time to breathe, I would start there. And like you said, like, that's a goal already. That's already a plan. Even if you have no passion, there's still room to make a plan. You can start small, make a plan. Okay, I I need X amount of money in order to quit my job and live comfortably. Then you're already working towards something. Even though you don't know what you're working towards, you're already working towards something. You're working towards figuring out what you want to do. And that's incredible as well. Exactly. And so let's say, you know, in case for people that they they are not in a high paying job and they cannot afford to quit or it's going to take them forever to save the money for those six months to take it off. I mean, again, get like little time, little part time jobs that you can do it one night or, you know, maybe once or twice a week, just so you can kind of get your foot at the door somewhere else. You know, even if it's, again, just to fulfill your soul or just to to see, like Natalie's saying, just to experiment other things. Mm-hmm. So, you know, with security of, okay, I still have this job, but now I'm going to try something else. I mean, why not? Absolutely. It's better to, you know, be. And that's another thing. I feel like people don't like to be uncomfortable. And I'm sorry, you're going to be uncomfortable. You're going to have to put in the work. You're going to be tired. Like, this is just the way it works, you know, but would you rather be uncomfortable for, you know, one to two years, or do you want to be uncomfortable and miserable in your same position, living paycheck to paycheck for the next 30, 40 years? Like, I mean, I don't know, like when you really think about it like that, one or two years of being a little uncomfortable and, you know, not really figuring it out right away sounds pretty fucking amazing comparison to being miserable for 30, 40 years. Exactly. And I feel that, you know, we have been very unrealistic in regards to success. And I think that's very important to mention, you know, that is no success without failure. You know, before, like how many different, I, I was reading this the other day, like how many different iPhones they had to try and fail with until they came up with like the great one that, you know, was a total success. Like how many times we'll have to try different formulas until they come up with like the perfect product. You know, that is no success before that is failure and when you fail that's when you know okay so those are the mistakes I made and this is how I'm not going to make them again and that's how I'm going to get better so every time you fail and you fall you actually get stronger and you're stronger and you're stronger and you can build yourself up to the success 
you know, if success came every first time that you try something, we would be just, we would be so lazy. That's just unrealistic. Yeah. And this I feel that we, this is real life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, like Natalie was saying, first of all, write down a plan and then implement your plan. So it's like, oh my God, I, I hate my job. I hate my career. I hate this. I hate that. Okay. What are you doing to change? You're just complaining or you're actually doing something about it. You know, like apply for jobs. You're not going to get a job until you actually start applying for, for, for a job. So like little simple things like that, you can start doing it right away. You like improve your resume. Uh, once you have your plan together, it's possible you could feel overwhelmed. So, you know, to make things more manageable, think of simple things you could do right now that would move you towards your goal and do it. Again, apply for five jobs a day. That would take you not that long, but you would start feeling in control of your life. You know, maybe read a book that helps you with this new change, this new phase in your life. You know, do some research. Fix your resume, save money, you know, talk to someone in the field that you want to be in, you know, moving forward in any way will give you a sense of having control over the situation and some energy boost and better self-esteem and sense of accomplishment, you know, continue taking this small actions. And before you know it, you will be at the path that you want to be with the job that you want to have. But if you just sit on your couch and complain, 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 and you know, nothing's going to change and you're going to be stuck in the same place. Absolutely. Cause that's all you're going to be attracting. So like, again, like if you don't have a passion and you don't know what you want to do next and you just hate your industry, like, Hey, welcome to the club. I get it. Um, but at least having a plan of, okay, well, since I don't know what the fuck I want to do, let me, um, start saving money so that I can, you know, quit my job, or maybe I need to ask my current job to pay me more so that I can, that can help me save money on the side, you know, so that I can eventually quit. There's nothing wrong with that. What if you commit to your, to your current job for another year, you ask for a raise so that for that year, you're making X amount more that will help you get to your goal of saving quicker, you know, take little actions that, you know, make a huge difference and be patient. Like, That I think, you know, in the world we live in right now, everybody wants things. I mean, that's easy. Like it's clear to everyone now, like you on a click on a button, you have everything that you need. You know, I want something and I want to buy something and I have it tomorrow in my house. And if I don't have it tomorrow, I'm upset. Like, oh my God, how can Amazon take this long to deliver this stuff to me? But guess what? Life is not like that. Like it takes time and it takes a lot of work of little steps on a daily, con- like constantly doing it day, to- day in and day out for you to see big results faster than you think. Because think about where you were a year ago. Were you just complaining? Think about how much you could have done in a year, but you didn't because you're like, oh, it's going to take too long. But look how fast the year passed by. Exactly. You know, you just don't show up in the top of a mountain. You start climbing it you know, step by step by step. And, you know, turn off your goddamn phone too. I feel that so many people spend so much time on social media looking at what other people are doing with their lives. You stop taking care of other people's lives and start taking care of your own life. You know, how much... How, how many hours do you spend a day in front of the TV or how many hours do you spend a day, in, you know, with social media? Take half of that time and put into something that it's actually going to help you with your future. Like maybe start learning a, a different language. You know, Duolingo is free. You can start learning a different language with mm-hmm. 
with the time that you're spending, that you're actually wasting with social media. You can be learning a different language. You can read a book that is going to help you with your with your new career. You can start networking. Like go out and start networking with people in the industry that you want to be in. You know. And, and very important too, like don't burn bridges. Once you don't like your job anymore and resent people and situations at your current job, it's really easy to let yourself go and start slacking, like getting late to work, you know, not follow that lines, maybe, you know, not performing the best as you could. So maybe you even feel justified in doing so because you hate your job. So, you know, like, why am I going to, put effort in this job. I hate this job. I hate my boss. I hate everything. So now think about it. If you were the leader of this company trying to select a person who should get a great promotion, a raise, or simply just a good referral when somebody asks for, like, would you give it to this person that is, is lacking? No, you wouldn't. So also the world is a really small place. And maybe that person you burned the bridge with might be the person doing an interview for the job you really want down the line. So don't burn bridges. Absolutely. And also like just touching back on like the social media stuff. If, I mean, I know it's hard. I have an addiction myself. So I understand if you are definitely scrolling through your phone, but I feel like a lot of us do look at certain people and say, oh my God, you know, like they're so successful and stuff. I would take that as like a, a source of energy, you know what I mean? And really understand that all of those people have everything they have, if they really have it, because social media also is not, you know, it's fake life. Um, but if they do have all those things that you want, know that it took them, it probably took them a lot to get there. So I think the quicker you understand that, um, the easier it's going to be for your journey, because you're not going to have so much resistance and so much like, pushback and like yes you want use that as a source of energy like I want to be like this person but I know that I have to do the hard work you know and start looking at all the things that like that person is doing so that you can get to that level if that's what you wish to do exactly and change and it's all about attitude right like it's all about frame of mind so changing how you look at your job if you gotta be there for a few more months or a year or whatever amount of time you you gotta be and you you can get yourself you know on your feet doing what you actually want to do based on my life experience i find it easier to do a job i don't like around co-workers i really like rather than a job i really like around co-workers i really dislike and you know the yes. people that's yeah the people that surround us can really make a huge difference in how we perceive our work environment. But regardless, even it is for the simple fact that you shouldn't feel miserable every day you go to work, you start by looking for the small things to be grateful at work. You can't change nothing in this world but you, your actions, and your reactions. Sometimes we get stuck inside of this black hole of negativity and we don't see a way out and maybe not even think we are being negative. You know, that happens to me all the time. I'm being negative and I don't even know that I'm being negative. But practicing gratitude will help you notice the negative patterns you might be in. So start by saying or thinking three nice things for each bad or negative thought you have. That sounds easy, right? But when you are just talking negative, it is not at all. That's when this exercise becomes even more important. Maybe, you know, think about the things that that are good at your job. Like, do you have a funny coworker that makes you laugh? Is your job super close to your house and your commute is easy and breezy? 
has the work helped you to develop new skills, even if it's like emotional intelligence to deal with awful people? Does the paycheck keeps food on the table and a roof over your head? The benefits are great. We are often like letting pass those little things, but they are very important and you can be grateful for them. I mean, they are actually big things. Yeah, when you find like the good in something in the middle of something bad, it kind of like speeds up your process because you'll won't you're coming from a, a positive, a good place, right? So you'll actually be more inclined to take action when you're in a negative state. All you want to do is like mope around and do nothing where you're more positive and you show gratitude, your mind will clear up a little bit so that you can start thinking about what it is that you do want to do what your next steps are, what your goals might be. You know what I mean? So gratitude is absolutely key. And like Milana said, it's not easy when you're in a, in a negative state to do this. That's why maybe start small, you know, maybe start small where you are grateful for one thing a day. It doesn't necessarily need to be about your job. Maybe it's like, I don't know, you look out your window and you have a beautiful view and that's enough to be grateful for that day. And the next day and just keep going at it little by little until you get to, you know, do something like that for every negative thought, add three good things that are in your life, because it's not going to happen from one day to the next. Like as easy as it sounds to say that you're grateful every day, it takes work because we're not programmed that way. Yep. And again, it doesn't have to be about your job. So let's say you have a negative thought. And then immediately, right there and then, I'm telling you, this exercise really, really helps because I am usually like the glass is half empty kind of person. So this exercise really helps me to keep myself in check. So every negative thought, think about three things that are that are good. You know, like, oh my God, I love my dog. He makes me laugh all the time. You know, oh, it's a beautiful blue sky kind of day today. Like little things. Like yep. little things. I have health. I mean, that's not a little thing. That's a huge thing. That we take but, for know, granted. That we take exactly. for granted. Yep. Exactly. But think about, like, it doesn't matter. Like, every negative thought, think about three positive things. And I'm telling you, your mind is going to start shifting from negative, negative, negative to positive, 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 is slowly and slowly. I mean, it's human nature to think about worst case scenario. So you have to really put the work to think about best case scenario, you know? And it's, and this is really not to be like a Pollyanna kind of person. It's just to not drive yourself crazy. That's, it's really that simple. Like you're not like positive, positive, positive because, you know, we all want to be like the next Dalai Lama. Like, no, this is just so you don't drive yourself crazy while you are in a job that you don't like. Again, like, what are your options? Like, be miserable and hate yourself, hate your life, or trying to make the best of the situation. Like, those are really your two options. So why choose to be miserable? Like, try to make the best of the situation you are in. Absolutely. I agree. And I think another thing that like I've noticed um, and I noticed this on of myself years ago as well was like people don't know how to separate themselves from their job title. So like when people say like, you know, what do you do? You know, or like, what are you? You're like, oh, I'm a teacher or I'm a doctor or whatever. And I feel like we need to start separating ourselves from our job titles because a lot of people now, especially now, are like transitioning from one industry to the next. Um, 
I feel that we need in order for us to like have a little bit more peace of mind, because when you when you associate yourself, like, let's say that you've always been a doctor and right now you want to be a painter. Okay, it's really hard to let that go when you identify yourself with that. It's better for you to know that you are a whole bunch of stuff, that you can be anything you want. You're a mom, you could be a dad, you can be a sister, a brother, a friend, you can be an artist, you can be a singer, you can be a writer, you can be all these things. You're not just like stuck in one place. I feel that people are stay in the place because they feel they're stuck, but you have the control of changing that whenever you want. Oh my God, so, so true. Like, it's so true because we do attach ourselves to the job title. So, yes, it's like, I am, like you said, like, I am a doctor. No, you're not a doctor. You were the person. Exactly. You were the human being. You, like, being a doctor is what you do, you know, the same way that you you cook breakfast. You you don't call yourself a chef, you know, exactly. like, you do you do a bunch of other things and you don't call yourself the gardener because you're cutting the grass in your backyard. Like, no, those are just things that you do, but we attach themselves. We, we attach ourselves to that because of, of, because of our ego. And then you know, when, when that job goes away, then our, you know, our self goes away with it. So once you don't attach yourself to your job title and you're just like, I am Milena and I, that's what I do, but that's not who I am. That's a completely different perspective. Like that's, you, you, you like, well said, like, that's very, very important. It's true because a lot of people, you know, are miserable in their careers and then they are literally, you ask them, okay, what do you want to do? And they're like, I don't know. I don't know how to do anything else. This is all I do. And it's like, I'm sure you have hobbies. I'm sure you're, your friends somehow, maybe you don't see it, but like your friends will point out what you're good at. Like, we just forget that we are first and foremost, just human beings and that we have the power to change and be whoever and do whatever the fuck we want. Like you don't need to stay somewhere because you've put 10 years into it. Same thing with a relationship. Think about it. You are with a guy abuser that hits you every day and you were with him for 10, for 10 years. And you're going to say, well, I'm not going to leave him because we've been together for 10 years. No, if you're unhappy, you're unhappy. If he's a piece of shit, he's a piece of shit. Like, it's exactly. same advice to your profession. Same and then thing. it's going to be like 10 more years, you know? It's like, yeah. oh, I'm not going to leave him because it's 10 years. Okay, now can I leave him because it was 20 years? Yeah. Exactly. Because we want that immediate, like, um, results. Yeah, those immediate results. And we don't realize that by going slow, we're actually moving faster. That when you want to take the fast route, that's just going to take you so much longer to get to your goal. So I think that key here is definitely to focus on small steps so that you can get to wherever you need to get to on a much faster pace. Because again, if you're trying to skip everything that you're supposed to do, it's not going to take you a year. It might take you 10 years, you know? So I think that if we rewire our brains to think that way, things would be a lot smoother for a lot of us. Exactly. It's like when you are working out, you know, you cannot just pick up the 50 pound weight. You got to start with the five. And then after a week or so, you go with the next one. And then with the next one, you cannot just start, you know, moving mountains. You have to build your muscles first, and then you can go to the heavy weights. And it's the same thing with everything. If you go with weights, you're going to hurt yourself. And then you have to go to the doctor. You have to go do physical therapy. And then it's going to take you so much longer to get to those heavy weights that you wanted to. Absolutely. 
Um, the other thing that I also think that is helpful, um, especially if you're like, you need to be in your job, but you know, you're trying to still figure everything out and you don't really know what direction to take. Um, it's just being very open, being open to experiences that you thought yet you would never be doing, you know, things that like, for example, I quit my job back in September to start something that's so random. I'm doing home inspections. Like who would have thought in a million years, one, I'm terrified of heights. I'm terrified of small spaces of like, you know, small. Yeah. And guess what I'm doing? I have to climb up roofs. I have to go and go under crawl spaces. Like these are things, this is something I never thought I would do, but it, I know it's, lucrative and it's something it's getting me out of my comfort zone and you know what maybe it doesn't happen like maybe it that that let's say that this business doesn't go through but I'm not wasting time because I'm facing fears I'm doing different things that are going to push me to wherever I need to be whether it's in this area or if you know maybe the next thing that I do or whatever so I feel like being open to whatever life throws your way even though you don't see yourself doing it try it because you don't know I, like I said, like, I didn't think that I would like this. And this was an opportunity that was just thrown at me. And I'm actually enjoying every second of it, you know, so exactly. and then maybe, just try it. Yeah. And then, you know, even if it's a job that you, you thought you're going to like it, but you hate it again, at least, you know, another thing that you don't like, and that's, you know, something, you know, that you don't like, so you can just not go there again and you go to something else yeah and don't think that it's a waste of time I feel like people think like oh I'm just gonna waste my time and it's like no if it was in your life and you're trying it out it's for a reason trust me you're gonna learn something from it there some whatever you get from it even if it's something so small that's gonna help you in the whatever life throws at you next like there's never a wasted time in my opinion in my experience never I've always learned something from whatever situation I've been in. And even if it's the people that you meet, because people are bridges that your next job, it's your next opportunity, to your next trip, to the next love of your life. You know, people are the bridges that connect us to places and things. And, you know, then if, if you met a person that you became best friends with or the person that introduced you to something else in your life, then there we go. That was already not a waste of time. Exactly. It was worth every, you know, being scared and taking the risk, anything and go into it like that with an open mind and open heart and be patient, you know, take the risk and just trust, trust that everything will be okay. And that again, it's not wasted time ever, never anything you do follow you. If your intuition is telling you to do something that you have no idea why you're doing it, do it anyways something is there for you. Yep. Life happens outside your comfort zone for sure. Absolutely. And I have a really nice quote that I founded that I think really goes with today's um, theme of the show. So Maya Angelou quote is, you may encounter many defeats, but you must not be defeated. In fact, it might be necessary to encounter the defeats so you can know who you are what you can rise from, how you can still come out of it. It's from Maya Angelou. She's amazing. Oh, I love that. I love that so, so much. 
Um, all right. And I have the quote of the episode before we send everybody on their merry way. <laughs> um, and it says, quote, we often believe we'll feel better when we reach our destination or goal. But unless we find a way to feel better now, our future cannot feel more joyful, prosperous or satisfying. So looking for ways to feel better, no matter where we are in any given moment, is the key, end quote. Oh, that's beautiful. It's about the the journey, not the destination. Yeah. And I know we hear that all the time, especially now, like with the internet and everything and like with the times that we're going through, like this is very big, but I feel like we just need to understand, like really grasp it. And once you understand it and just know that that is the key, you know, like truly know. I read something the other day about like, you know, when you go to turn on the, the lights and mm-hmm. you click the switch, like you don't think about it. You just walk into a room and you automatically, right? like breathing, you just turn it on because you know that that's going to turn on the light. I feel that that's how we have to like take in our life and know that taking these small actions, even though you're not seeing it right away, just know in your heart that that's the, that's the only way to get to where you're going to wherever it is that you want to get to. And that will change the way that you do your life day in and day out. Oh, that's a beautiful analogy. Yeah. It's helped me because I'm very impatient. Hello, I'm a Virgo. So you already know I, I'm crazy, but um, it's, I think that that's really helped me. So if it can help anybody out there per usual, that would make us very, very happy. Yes. And keep in touch with us through social media, guys. We would love to hear your opinion about the things we are talking about here. Yeah, definitely. Remember, you can find us at mama.relax with two X's on Instagram. And um, we hope you enjoy your Monday and these first few days of 2022. Yes. Bye.